This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Players talking to the media today. First open practice to the media. So we're going to get a little more behind the scenes of what's going on over the, over the next few weeks. And uh, T. Higgins talked. Um, I think it's absolutely huge that T Higgins is there. And, you know, he was asked, you don't really have to be here. Normally players, when they are up for extension, sometimes they are like, eh, I'm not going to show up to any of these programs. I'll work out on the side. I'll be here for training camp, or maybe I'll sit out of training camp. And T Higgins really pretty much just said like, Hey, I get to work, work here with, with my team. I'm happy to be here. Um, and, and I feel like that's just great to see with Jamar Chase back in the building. What did you think of T's comments today? Yeah, it made me feel good about, um, I think T really wants to stay in Cincinnati. It's just, you know, the business side of everything is what they're dealing with right now. I think that shows it. And the there is a difference because last year it was a franchise tag. And, you know, players are much less likely to do anything on a franchise tag than they are the last year of their rookie deal. But, you know, it felt like almost against his will. But Jesse Bates didn't do anything with the team that year. And T seems to be the opposite, at least right now. And maybe if they don't get the deal done and he's franchise tagged next year, he might do the Jesse Bates thing um, where he's not going to anything until he needs to. But it did make me feel better about what's going on with him right now than uh, say I felt definitely last year with Jesse Bates. And I can't remember if the year before, if he did everything, including voluntary stuff. That is a really good question. Um, maybe, maybe just miss voluntary stuff, but but was it, he ended up showing up to training camp mm-hmm. um, in the the last year? Obviously, yeah, he didn't miss any mandatory stuff last yeah. year. I, I was just wondering if he did all the voluntary stuff as well. But hey, at least Mulligetta doesn't have him playing hardball already. They're they're playing nice. Maybe that means it's good things with the contract. Who knows? We can be optimistic. We can be. I am going to be in May. We're in the middle of May and, and contract talks, football talk. There's real things kind of happening uh, versus a, a pretty boring off season. I kind of want to talk about extension with, with, with T because, you know, we saw that. Some people were just saying it wasn't anything official. And, and we and we said it on the pod that we were going to wait until it's, you know, an insider, uh, maybe a national insider puts it out there. Yeah. And Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport and feel confident that it is 100% done. And this um, and is this why. Is, this is why. And and T. Higgins pretty much uh, said, hey, even my mom was like, hey, there's something I need to know. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> 
I'm going to let you know. You'll be the first one to know when this is done. Uh, but it sounds like it's not over. It's not it's not official yeah. or it's not it's not complete yet for the T Higgins extension. Yeah. Yeah. Could have just been bad info or maybe that talks were just going well and just took it uh, whatever. I don't know any of that. But, uh, you know, the rumor was it was done. I guess it's not done. That's why you wait for the official Adam Schefter tweet. Because like I said, that'll hit different than uh, seeing a, a rumor, even if you trust it. Um, yeah, I I mean, I, I kind of want to hang on the mom thing. Did she really, she thought she was going to find out from like a tweet. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, if you look on social media, they're very close. Um, yeah, so right. That's what I thought. It was, that's what I figured because I've read about, you know, their relationship and everything before. It's like, come on, you know, you're going to get that from T. You're not going to get that from Twitter. You're going to get the real report. You'll be the first to know. Uh, just funny to me that she texted him. It's, it's done. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. And hopefully it is like, like you mentioned, maybe the, the talks are going well. Um, you know, we would love to hear that. And, and, and again, I'm assuming and speculating because he's there and I, I'm staying on our optimistic side when it comes to all these extension talks that, you know, and, and maybe it does get done. I think it would be absolutely huge if they're able to get Joe, which I would say I'm at 90% that's going to get done in the next couple months. Ooh, and wow. then, get, and not, is 92, what do you think? 90? Well, no, you're fine. Now? I, I mean, yeah. I guess I'm uh, uh, 75, but I love <gasps> the 90 call. I just feel it's, like I haven't heard enough, but I don't know. It's very, it's very silent. For Joe? I feel like it's been silent. Yeah. It's supposed to be. They said it was a battle of silence. Yeah. So how am I supposed to be that confident? 90%. I feel good. 75% is good. I'm not saying it's a 50-50 deal. <laughs> yeah, 75%. Oh, man. You're actually right. I'm way too confident. No, no, no. You're fine. You can be that confident. And when it's okay. done, um, I guess you could dunk on me just being Not really. Because you, I mean, you're good. at 75%. You're a passing. So, yeah. I mean, I, I just, yeah, I feel like that's, I. it's just, it's how they do their contract extensions. They wait until, not to say they're waiting and like, you know what, Joe, you cannot sign the paper until <laughs> July 29th because that's when we do it. Um, I, I, I just want to more on the nerdy side i want to know like what's happening like where are they at right now and on in, in the middle of may like, what do they say you know you, you have the years you have the number what are you going back and forth with uh you know is it a couple million is it 10 million i just want to know what's kind of happening behind the scenes but we we don't know and you know we, we've heard that from katie blackburn at the owners meetings and, and joe said it again today this is stuff that's going to be private and the last thing the Bengals are going to want to do is uh, upset their franchise quarterback and and hopefully um joe's joe's reps and, and agents keep keep everything kind of private too and they can continue those conversations so yeah i'm at 90 percent. i'm even going to throw this out there i think the Extension is done before July 31st. All right. Well, I hope you're right. And if I'm wrong, well, everyone will remember this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say this deal is done because I do not think so. Uh, but I, I feel optimistic that it's it's like July 31st for me. That's what I'm kind of feeling. You're into training camp. You get it started. If it's the first week of August, will I be surprised? No, I just I think you don't. I'll say this. I you don't want to go into this season with Joe Burrow's contract extension not done. I agree with that. 
Although I assume it'll just be something similar to what most players do in that situation. It's just like, we're not talking about it right now. My agent could be making some deals, but I'm just focused on football. And then, then you get a little bit worried about he's playing on the fifth year option. And of course you can franchise tag him the next year, but then I would be much more worried about like, Oh, is this extension getting done in yeah. general? I still feel really good about it, but that is a uh, situation definitely to monitor if uh, he somehow escapes this whole off season without a deal. Yeah. If, if he does, then I, I, I'd say I'm getting a little nervous. Uh, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's one of those things. If you get into preseason or regular season, like, Hey, we're not talking about it. Let's revisit in the off season. We have a football season to play. Um, you know, that's not going to change Joe's mindset at all going into the 2023 season. I do kind of want to go back to David Malgetto because, you know, it, it does factor into T Higgins and here's why I feel a little different about the T Higgins situation than I did Jesse Bates. Um, I think the bank, I hate saying this cause I actually really enjoy Jesse Bates in Cincinnati. Um, and I hope he kills it with the Atlanta Falcons on their defense. I just think the Bengals value their wide receiver position more than they did the safety position. So maybe they are not going to be in those situations when it comes to T when it, when it, when they finally have that number and they're like, okay, we'll agree on this or here's the guaranteed money. Is it going to be fully guaranteed? I doubt it. Uh, but I just, I feel a little more and I keep using the word optimistic, but I feel a little more optimistic about T than I did with Jesse Bates, even though it is David Mulligetta representing him. I do as well. And it's for the things you mentioned, just the idea of their valuation of wide receiver versus safety. They've always valued wide receivers. I can't think of too many safeties they try to make the highest paid player at their position uh but wide receiver they're willing to do that quarterback they're willing to do that so the front office of the Bengals has just always been quarterback wide receiver friendly and they want to get those deals done so yeah when you're dealing with the same agent there is you know always some worry there with a deal you couldn't get done earlier but with the way the team values those positions, I think the agent will – I think there will probably be less of a chance – it could always still happen, but that you get into that, you know, real – I used it earlier, but hardball situation. You know, the wide receiver – you know, T is like fully – whole, and it always felt like Jesse was kind of doing that against his will. But, you know, T, same thing. Like, he kind of wants to be there, but his agent's telling him, like, no, don't go. So he's, he's holding out. Um and then, you know, the team is franchise tagging him and saying, like, we value him. Uh, but, you know, and then reports are leaked about what may be offered. I remember the Jesse Bates one. And that was surprising. I think it was only four more million guaranteed than the franchise tag was and all this other stuff. So I don't I think it's less likely that happens. But. You never know. Uh, I just feel like they're probably – you kept hearing about how far apart Jesse Bates and the Bengals front office were. I will be worried about the T situation if we ever get that report, but we haven't gotten it. We have gotten nothing to indicate that they are very, very far apart. Um, and I would even say like him showing up and all this other stuff makes it feel like he isn't unhappy with maybe the offers he's been getting, not – happy enough to sign, but he doesn't feel disrespected. 
And one thing we know about David Malagetta, he will leak anything to insiders. So if there was something to leak and there was something to say, I feel like Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport would say it, even if it was bad news on the negotiation front. Uh, we don't know what those conversations look like. And, and honestly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I, I haven't heard the Bengals and David Malagetta having conversations when it comes to T Higgins. And maybe that's another thing that has been silent and we don't know what, what that conversation's like. We just, we don't know a whole lot. Um, and, and hopefully we are talking in a couple months about a wide receiver and T Higgins getting extended and they're able to do the same thing with Joe Burrow. But as of now, nothing is done. It's speculation. It's I'm, a, I'm being very optimistic that the, these, uh, these two will get done this off season. And, and yeah, Logan Wilson, I just, I feel like, of course, if Jermaine Pratt didn't sign his extension, it would be kind of like a home run easy. Mm -hmm. You have to do it. Uh, but at the same time, the linebacker market feels so low. It would be the perfect time to get Logan Wilson. But maybe they have a different mindset and they're like, you know what? We're going to let Logan Wilson go into the season and then we'll worry about it next year. Um, you know, the biggest thing is for us and factors of the wide receivers and T Higgins and Joe Burrow, and then we got to get Jamar Chase and then Logan Wilson comes. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what that looks like. But yeah, I would say it kind of just falls in the domino effect of Joe Burrow, T Higgins, and hopefully they can get T done because if they don't get T done, I still have a, a feeling that he's either franchise tagged or maybe they could work something out while trying to pay Jamar Chase next year too, which is crazy to think about what that number, what that number would be uh, for the both of them, just with how talented they are, but that's where they're at right now. Uh, we'll move on to Jonah Williams. Not there yet. Um, I know Albert Breer did report a couple weeks ago that he, you know, he plans on being here for the mandatory stuff, but the Jags uh, reports that they were in uh, conversations with the Cincinnati Bengals. No surprise, really, uh, when it comes to an offensive or a left tackle that they they need. I know they were dealing with an injury. They ended up drafting one. Uh, what did you think about that? Not, I, don't, I didn't see anything when it comes to the compensation, but I'm sure it didn't meet what the Bengals wanted for Jonah Williams. Yeah, I'd have to assume that's the big issue is just they didn't have a compensation that they felt comfortable moving on from him and just going into the season with Jackson Carmen, Lyle Collins, Cody Ford battling right tackle. They want to keep Jonah Williams in that mix for whatever the reported offer. I, I didn't see a report offer, but like whatever the offer was, they didn't feel like it was enough. I have to assume it was probably, I think at best probably a fourth round pick is yeah. probably what they were talking about. Just, you know, last year of his deal, fairly expensive. And I think they have to take most of that money because it's, I think, all fully guaranteed. Mm -hmm. um, so th there's a few issues that aren't even just whether or not you believe Jonah Williams is worth some type of pick. And I think I, I the Jags are picking later, so I don't even know if the Bengals would have taken just a third. Because I think they do value him quite a bit. Drafted mm -hmm. him in the first round. They think he's probably going to, I think, have the inside track. If he's going to compete at right tackle, he's probably got the inside track for the week one starting position. And maybe they feel that he can play at a pretty good level there. They see him at practice every day. It's not something we get to see. I just... Uh, would have been cool to get a deal done, then, especially if it was like a second round pick or something. You get another top 100 selection, top 50 selection. That would be great, but uh, I don't think that's what the Jags were offering. 
it did also make sense with the Jaguars because Cam Robinson is suspended for quite oh, a bit of time. I said injury. That was my bad. Yeah. He's suspended for, I think, like the first eight weeks of the season. They have guys that they feel okay about, but it would make sense to bring in a guy that you don't just feel okay about. Like, you know, he can step in and give you starting level play. And that's not something that they probably felt that confident that they're going to be able to get. But then Anton Harrison falls to them and they really like him. So once that happens, there's no room for him anymore. And that's always been the issue is finding the spot for Jonah. The idea sounds great. You save all this money, you get a a draft pick. It's just how many left tackle spots are there out there? Yeah. If it would have been a second round, they would have ran. They would have said 100%, let's go. But uh, but I agree with you. I think the Bengals value him uh, definitely more than social media does. Uh, We'll have more next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. 